Good morning. I'm Peter Inch, along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch Ultimate Home Comfort Show, presented by Royant & Sons Heating, Air Conditioning & Plumbing, a service experts company, and a six-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, a four-time winner of the London Free Press Best of London, and a two-time winner of the St. Thomas Elgin Weekly News Reader's Choice Award, and presenting sponsor to the 2018 World Financial Group Continental Cup of Curling. It's about uh, 60 days away, being held January the 11th to the 14th. Uh, And we are the presenting sponsor of the London Knights radio broadcast on Global News Radio 980 CFPL. We thank you for listening today. Hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning as we provide you, our listeners, with some information on your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing But most important, the phone lines are open, so give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. We should take a moment. Now, just maybe I saw you cheer. Yes. So what was the cheer for? Uh, Mada just scored two. So Mada moving on in a tiebreaker. Yes. So we're not that we're watching curling while we're, we're doing a radio show, but... Uh, the road to the roar, which is uh, the last chance to get in the Olympic qualifying to uh, play down to see who will represent Canada in the Olympics, has been going on in PEI all week. Yes. So we got some games going on. But more important, we got to take uh, a moment. Uh, it's Remembrance Day today. Yes. Uh, we want to uh, thank all of our veterans and, and everyone, a veteran or not, that has uh, helped make Canada what it is and, and help protect it and give us our freedoms and rights and everything that, that we have today. And we hope uh, everyone will take some time at 11 o'clock. If you can't come down to the Cenotaph, um, definitely stop whatever you're doing, pull over on the road, just take uh, two minutes. Uh, it's only a little bit of time to remember what they sacrificed for us. Right. Uh, the, um, we were at a breakfast on Thursday, the Better Business Bureau Integrity Awards. We certainly were. And we saw the two companies win, Marketing Strategies and Solutions, won the 1 to 10 category, and Bluestone Properties won the uh, 11 above. and up, yeah. Uh, so uh, congratulations to those two companies. And I hear there was an awesome speaker there, Steve. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about patting yourself on the back. <laughs> Wow. Okay. How about welcome back, Steve? Good to see you. Good to hear you. It's well, okay. No, but congratulations. You did actually you did a pretty good job on that. Yeah. Well, we're going to we're going to get to where you were and what you've done. We just got to kind of get through my list here. Oh, your list. So you're yeah. yeah, you're more yes, yes. So your speech, which actually you gave a great talk on integrity in sport and uh, you played two videos and there wasn't a dry eye in the place because if you're trying to get people to cry, you you succeeded. Well, that's good. That's what I was trying to do. People were kind of turning away, kind of looking around, thinking, "I hope no one's watching me," as the tears are kind of streaming down their their face. But yeah, yeah it was very emotional. It was, it's great, you know, because as a Canadian, we're proud of our athletes and proud of our veterans, and, and we're just, you know, we're we're not, you know, we have a quite kind of a silent pride about us. And um, yeah, it was a very moving uh, talk that you gave. Thank you. And I think you felt it, and I'll say I feel it. No, nothing like the veterans. But when I go and represent Canada and put the maple leaf on in an administrative role for curling, 
it it's kind of chokes you up and it's a little bit of pride when you have to stand up and you're fighting for the rights of Canadians. And I think you felt that, uh, maybe you can give a little explanation of why you took a week off and you weren't here on the radio last week. Wait. You know, you wouldn't let me call in because it was I was too far away. But um, I was uh, I did a I volunteered and did a Habitat for Humanity uh, Global Village build. So I was down in uh, Paraguay, South America, and uh, we were helping uh, two families, uh, two different build sites. Uh, one was a brand new home for a family of five, and the other one was uh, an addition on a small house just to add a couple more rooms to give them some more living space. So. Uh, we spent, uh, we were there for 10 days. You lose a day a day of travel getting back and forth to Paraguay. Uh, but we had a, just a very, um, very moving experience. Now, I thought, you know, I saw a picture where there was a whole bunch of broken bricks and you were throwing them into the center. And I thought, oh, that's all the bricks that Steve broke. And he's <laughs> trying to hide them. By, <laughs> but you told me the broken bricks in the middle of the build was for fill it's kind of like clean fill we you use it to fill the space because they pour you know we they they pour concrete over top of that and what i mean pour concrete the cement truck does not come up and pour concrete you uh you mix it on a spot on the ground and and you mix it and you and you put it in place shovel it in there yes yeah so how's your hands my hands are good i i'm i I know um, some different Spanish words for different materials now, and uh, I know how to mix cement. I know how to, you know, kind of put a brick on a wall, I'm, and, and I know how to carry things. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, we'll get you mixing some cement at work then. We'll forget that truck. <laughs> we'll just have you sit there and work on it. But As long as I have the materials, uh, I'll be fine. I think you should be proud of what you've done and, and everyone who went down there with you because that was amazing and uh I'll tell you, it, it's emotional looking at those pictures and seeing what you, you're doing to help the world. Thank you. So I appreciate that. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back. We should mention the songs today are all to do with Remembrance Day. So uh, give us a call at 519-643-2222 or one 354 8255 They thought and some died. For their homeland They fought and some died Now it's our land Look at his little child There's no fear in her eyes Could he not show respect For other dads who have died Take two minutes, would you mind? It's a pittance Well, that was Terry Kelly, A Pittance of Time, and we usually play that on Wednesday before uh, Remembrance Day to all of our employees yeah. so that they just take that little bit of time wherever they are and hope everybody does and nobody get upset if a store decides to stop at 11 and take some time and you're in a hurry to get your groceries through or whatever. Just Everybody just remember the reason you can buy groceries is because of uh, it's just a veterans. Yep. It's just 60 seconds. Yep, it's yeah. not that long. We got a question that came in from Eric, and it said, what is the ideal humidity range Mm -hmm. for a home when you might, you want it like the upper or lower end of that range? Now, is that home in London or is that home in Paraguay? Uh, Well, London. Let's let's, let's, let's move back. Move back? (laughs) But the weather was so much nicer there. Uh, Well, 
the ideal temp- the ideal humidity range for what what we're trying to do in Ontario is uh, you know if you need to keep your house between you know thirty five and forty five percent forty to fifty is good fifty just may be a little bit high uh, but really um, if you can keep if you could keep your house at forty percent relative humidity all the time that's awesome yeah I looked at mine this morning yep. I, I hadn't turned my humidifier on yet and I looked at it and I was sitting at thirty five Right. So you're going to have to start your humidifiers now because as it's getting cold outside, it's going to start drying uh, the air in the house. So it, and the reason it takes some time this time of year is that all the materials in the house are all at 35%. So the drywall, the wood, the floors, they all have 35%. But as this temperature remains, that number is going to start creeping down and down and down. So if you don't do something to counteract that by adding humidity through a humidifier, whether that's a portable or one on your furnace, you're going to just see that number continue to go down. Yeah. So and it, so if you haven't, you know, there's a damper you need to turn from summer to winter on the humidifier. Yep. You need to make sure you have a clean water panel or pad. Uh, if you have a pad that rotates into a tray of water, you need to make sure that tray's cleaned out and that's the right. float's working very well. And uh, then you need to turn the water on. It should have been shut off. Now, a lot of people don't shut it off, and that uh, small valve you know, is seized open. And, and that's a challenge. You ever have anybody in there doing work, a plumber or an HVAC guy, they should change that valve and put in a, a ball valve type because they work a lot better. Right. And if you have a portable, then you should be buying a new filter for that as well, like a new replacement cartridge for that humidifier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we had an email come in from Tim. It says, I have an HRV. Do I need a humidifier? And if so, how do I adjust the humidity with it? Uh, that's that's a great question um, because uh, the HRV is designed to exchange air. So as this, as I was saying before, as the weather gets colder, that winter air is drier. So now that, that air that you're bringing into the house to make it fresh is actually having a drying effect as well. So in some cases... New homes, you may not need a humidifier because there's lots of moisture in the house. But houses, you know, as that house ages, those materials dry out. There, at some point in time, you will need to put moisture back in. So, you just your house will tell you you, you need to keep it at that forty percent range. So, if you've got an HRV and it's dipping below that, then yes, you need a humidifier. Yeah, and that's and I do have an HRV that's running in my home now. Right. So I'm at thirty five with it running. But if it starts drawing out a little more, I've got to turn that humidifier on or start adjusting that HRV a little bit. Right. Now, you don't want the two to be in competition with one another. So you have to set you have to set those humidifier and the HRV so that they're complementary, not against. So you, you, because they both have humidity settings on them. So you don't you don't want to set the HRV at at 35 percent and have your humidifier set at. 40% because they're constantly be in struggle with one another. So you you need to balance it out. And we can help you with that if we're out doing a service for you. Now, we uh, I I made a mistake earlier there, You Steve. A what? A mistake. Everybody, Peter's made a mistake. I didn't tell you that that <laughs> pittance of time was by armchair technician Richard. Oh. So, Richard, I apologize that I did not mention your name. You probably text Steve three times now saying that, but I just... Uh, that was done by Richard, who has family in the military. So 
I did not want to not say that. I'll he, just, I've got him right here, so I'll just wait for him to. And he finished in first. He finished in first. He was first. Yeah. Wow. Now, we had a, uh, a call or came in from Mackenzie. It says, is it a good idea to check the venting on my furnace myself to see if it is cracked over the years? And I would even add that venting on your furnace and water heater. Well, I, I don't know if Mackenzie's really qualified to check his venting to see if it's cracked or not. He He can look, but he may not know what he's looking at. So... I, you know, if, if you want your venting checked, then I think it's important that you have a professional out because our guys know, they, they know what to look for. Um, it's, it's great that you want to check that, but I, you know, you may, what you may think is a problem may not be a problem. So I I just think you need a professional. Yeah. The only thing I think they could possibly check is just grabbing at the joints and giving it a light tug. Do not try to be Superman. It is just a light tug, and if they happen to pull apart, then you definitely got a problem. Either they weren't glued or the glue is hardened and turned into dust and is now, uh, you can pull them apart. But more on your water heater do we see venting issues than we see on a furnace, and especially if it's a black pipe. If it's a white pipe, normally we don't see it, but you could still check the joints. But on the black pipe, we're seeing issues happening quite often. So it's something that needs to be looked at. Um, this came in from uh, Scott. It says, I'm looking to get a better filtration system installed, something better than one inch that I currently had. I had another company come out and tell me I couldn't do it without changing my furnace because my furnace wouldn't be able to handle a thicker filter. Is this possible, or are they just trying to get me to replace my filter? And that was Scott. Uh, well, it sounds you can put unless there's no room. So because when you when if you go from a one inch filter to a thicker filter, we have to make some ductwork changes. So unless there's no room for the ductwork to change, uh, then that's incorrect. You know you can retrofit uh, a, a thicker filter on an existing furnace. So if you basically look, usually the return air comes down and turns into where the filter is. Yes. You would have to move that return air over six inches, let's say, to be safe. Well, five inches, yeah. Yeah. Get so if you've got five inches to move over, then you should be able to put a bigger filter in. Right. But there again, if you've, you know, if if a, if a new furnace is going to, it gets the same physical makeup. So really, if you don't have room for a thicker filter on an old furnace, you may not have room on a new furnace anyways. Right. Theoretically. Yeah. So they might have been, if you don't, then we have to move the furnace over a little bit and put a transition on the top. Yeah, and there's creative ways. We we put them in line on the on the way when the when the return air comes down. We've, we've actually retrofitted them in in a horizontal fashion as well. So there's lots of ways to do it. Um, it just doesn't sound quite right to me. No. What, so, he's, what he was told. Something we can come out and take a look at and probably give them some advice. Absolutely. So we're going to head to another break, but we'd love to hear from you on the phone lines at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. These mist-covered mountains are old But my home is the lonely 
was uh, Brothers in Arms by Dire Straits. Uh, that was Jamie's pick for this week. Uh, Steve, I don't see your name on this list here. You know, just because you're in Paraguay, I don't send get, me a song. I didn't get the email. Oh, okay. oh really? Didn't fly? We, we said it by carrier pigeon to get oh, down there. Thank didn't, you. Never got there? No, I didn't. Okay. No. Now, we uh, Tim had that question about an HRV and a humidifier. And Tim sent in another uh, text here. It says, what about the vent parts on an HRV coming out of the side of the house? Will that crack or will mice be able to get into those vents? Say that again. So the venting coming out of the house on an yeah. HRV, will that crack? Is that something he's got to check? On, an, on the HRV? Yeah. So okay. the venting, the six-inch pipes. Yep. And will mice get into that vent? Uh no, they've got screens on them, so uh, so it's they won't crack. Uh, they're made out of metal, so on the inside it's actually ductwork, and so on the outside they're plastic hoods. But on those inside those plastic hoods, there's a screening there, so uh, the, there's no worries about mice trying to get in there. And well, I'll give Tim a little advice: do not hit the hood with your lawnmower. Well, no, because... Because it's plastic and it does crack. Is this your brother? No. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's tax. I can't tell you who. It's Tim. But at my house, I did accidentally You hit, hit it, it with a lawnmower. Yeah, I was back in my riding lawnmower up and I heard... You know, who is... Oops, really? Oops, a little too close to the house. Do you need a backup camera on your lawnmower? <laughs> a little beeper, you know, <laughs> as you get closer, it's getting louder. And... You know, on on the new car you gave us, you know, there is a backup cam, so maybe you need one of those. Right? Yeah, good. Because, you know. With, 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 the, with, the, with the radar, the beeping system. Yeah, wouldn't, I wouldn't hear the beeping because I got the music on the headphones when I'm riding on that thing, so it probably the camera would be the way to go. But, yeah. Or were you on your device while you were on the <laughs> no, lawnmower? No, huh? no, that's the one place I cannot hear my phone ring, and I'm really happy about that. That when I get on that riding lawnmower, I cannot hear my phone. So if you guys call me, I only find out after I'm done cutting. We might the have grass. to talk to the neighbors, right, just to see if you know, when you're on your riding lawnmower, <laughs> if you're on your device, take pictures and send it <laughs> in. Yeah. Well, I think I I got one more cutting to do after the snow disappears, and then I'll be done with that. Okay. Um, so Lexi sent in a question, and it's a question I think everybody's going to have here pretty soon. Says, why would the windows in my house be sweating? Well, there's a couple of reasons. Um, one is that the windows need to be replaced, so your windows have failed. And now that condensation is in between the two pieces of glass. And so if you go to wipe it, you can't wipe it because you can't get to it. But in most cases, the moisture's on the inside of the of the window, so on the house side, the warm side. So, and if that's the case, then you either there's either no circulation on the window, so you've got a heavy California blind stopping the air from getting to the window, or you've just got too much moisture in the house. You've commonly see that on a kitchen window, which is above the sink. If you're running the sink with hot water, that will condense. But if there's condensation everywhere, uh, then you've got moisture problems in a house. Right. So either too much humidity. Yep. You know, which could be you need to turn the humidifier down. Down. Or if you don't have a humidifier, you need to turn the HRV up. Yeah, so you need ventilation. Uh, 
if you crack that window open, that moisture will go away. Right. But that's not very efficient in the wintertime, especially, you know, when it hits minus 15 or something, it's kind of kind of drafty. So, yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, we've even said in some cases, we've gone in and said, this HRV will clean this up within four days. And if it doesn't, we'll, we'll take it out and give you your money back. Uh, and, armchair technician wanted to pipe in about the HRV hoods. Oh, okay. Don't hit it with a lawnmower? Well, no, he just said the sun, the sun has an effect on that plastic and will eventually um, cause them to deteriorate, in which case they need to be replaced every now and then. So it wasn't, it wasn't the lawnmower that cr- cracked that. It was the sun. What? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Richard. Richard, I you would... just gave him an out, but yeah. yeah. Is, there, is there damage on the lawnmower from the plastic? Oh, no. Lawnmower is in good shape. Yeah. Because it was a big tire that hit it. Okay. Well, that is true. That sun does deteriorate. Deteriorates a lot of plastic when you look around. And uh, I don't know why, but I feel the sun's hotter now than when we were, you know, 18, 19 years old. I seem to burn a lot quicker. So. It's called more exposure. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. No hair. (laughs) Is that what you say? I didn't say that. I just say there's more exposure. Now we have a song, a special song that we have to play here. Um, because somebody that kind of runs your life. So we're going to play Layla Eric Clapton because Nicole's daughter will be turning eight on Monday, November the 13th. Yes. And she was named Layla after this song. So we're just going to play a little bit of that. Maybe. Well, there you go, Layla. I hope you're, you enjoy that. I hope you have a great birthday. I hope she's up so she could hear the song. Well, I, yeah, she better be up. But, you know, it's <laughs> 938, 939. She should be up. Yeah, your, so. kids were, your kids were up when they were that age, right? Yes, they were. Hockey. <laughs> hockey practice at six. So okay. They had to be. But uh, happy birthday, Layla. Now, the, um, we have another question here, and I don't think this one came in from Tim, but they didn't leave a name. It says, does an HRV need maintenance yearly? Absolutely. Um, if you can imagine, it's bringing air in, and uh, there's a simple filter system inside that HRV. So there's a lot of dust and dirt that can come into that system, and there's a motor in there, and anything with a motor needs to be serviced. So it gives the technician time to clean up that motor, clean up those filters, and then the main core, which is the main part of an HRV, it actually slides out of that unit. And they can be a little tricky to get in and out. So, you know, if you've never done it before, you maybe want a technician to come out and do that for you. And they just, we pull that out, put it in the laundry tub, and uh, we have to wash it out. And I've, in mine, I've had bees, you know, fly in the hood and try yeah. to build a nest inside the HRV. So... It's definitely, uh, I need to do mine every year, especially now that the hood's cracked. You know, Richard, I'll probably book you to go over and change that hood soon. You know, since he recommended it was a sun, he can report on that. It, the tire mark on it won't won't really mean You anything. know, the interesting thing about it is whether it's the sun or whether you actually bashed it with your lawnmower, it, it's not covered under warranty. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well... There's no advantage of being, you know, the general manager. None no, whatsoever. No. Right, you, so. You've got to pay just like the rest of us. <laughs> so, 
well, we'll get that fixed up. But yes, for sure, you need a yearly maintenance. You know, we talk about that furnaces, fireplaces, air conditioners, HRVs. And there was a question that came in that says, does a water heater need a maintenance? Well, I guess it depends. Well, all water, if you read the manufacturer's uh, specifications, all water heaters need to have some maintenance done onto them. Uh, tanks, you're supposed to take a little water off the bottom of that, wa- off that water heater every year just to take some of the sediment away. Uh, and it's a gas burning appliance, so you should really have a technician come in and have a look at it because there's, there's an igniter in there and there's an ignition system, so all that stuff needs to be looked at. Tankless is a definite yes. Um, if you don't, yeah, stop laughing. If you don't <laughs> do your maintenance on your tankless hot water heater. Like Steve did. It will let you down. It will. Like happened to Steve. It will, <laughs> it will just stop working. Yeah. Yeah. And then you'll get a phone call. Yes. And, you know. If no, it's, it's the, it's the beep, right? Yeah. So like when your tankless actually faults or it's, it's turning off for, for whatever reason, it beeps at you. So. You know, you could be you could be in the shower, and all of a sudden you hear the beep, beep, and you think, "Oh my goodness, it's going to get cold right away." <laughs> well, better hurry up and get done here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was it was always fun when one of us has a problem at our home. It is, isn't it? You know, yeah, every, it's like always when, brought up at the Wednesday yeah, meeting. Yeah, last so. year when my furnace died in February. Yeah, it was all good. <laughs> yeah, me they melted the cracked valve onto a plate and presented it to me. Exactly. And, you yeah. Know, you always, so now I make sure I shut the water off. Is properly. the, is the hose off your outside hydrants? The hose is off, run down. So drained all the water out of the hose, re-rolled up, put away. The tap is shut off inside. I opened up the tap outside to drain that little foot of water out. And I've now closed everything up. So I am ready for the winter. I just got a few more leaves to pick up. I'll be on bag 182. Awesome. When I finish the leaves. So. Did you see the hockey game last night? Did you see Mitch Marder had a great game last night? Did you oh, see Oh, I that? thought you were talking about the 9 nothing win of the London Knights. No, I was talking about the uh, the win oh. over the um, Boston Bruins, the Toronto Maple Leafs. No, I, I don't watch Toronto. Oh, too bad. Okay. So, but the London Knights... Because we're the radio broadcast, you know, they had just an awesome game. I was listening to Stubbsy call the game and did a great job, and we appreciate uh, the London Knights. And I had them in my presentation. Did you notice that, Steve? You did have them in your presentation. I, I said, yeah. you know, as a season ticket holder, we just expect the playoffs every year and the pressure that goes along with that and how they, uh, you know, the kids and the people can deal with that. But we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we have a few more questions that have been texted or emailed in, but the phone lines are open. You can give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. The day I shipped down Numbered a dozen upon my return. We're a hundred or so from the coast and from the prairies. 
So that was the Highway of Heroes by the True, who played at the Country Classic Auction, London Health Science Center Country Classic Auction last weekend. Awesome. But uh, that was the song we played this year to all of our, or the video we played this year to all of our staff at the Wednesday meeting. Yes. Uh, and it's, you know, I've uh, witnessed that unfortunately once, and it is quite uh, something to see the people on the overpasses as uh, as that hero is coming back home. So it's uh, something that if you ever get an opportunity, please take the time and uh, salute and stop and make sure they recognize how much we appreciate the sacrifice they gave. Um, we should mention too, or I want to mention that the tickets for the Continental Cup uh, game, you can buy games now. Before, you could only buy the whole package for the four days. Yeah, so I and, see they've got single uh, single game sales on. Yeah, and they went on sale on Thursday. And if you're thinking of going, great Christmas present if you for a curler. give. Uh, but you need to, I think there was only 50 tickets available left for Saturday. Oh. So if you're thinking of it, you need to jump on that quite early. Don't wait till you know, I'll do that in December. And I would jump on that right away. Um, always, always about ticket sales, ticket sales, ticket sales. (laughs) And if you want to volunteer, I think there's a few more spots open. Are there? Volunteer. So, uh, definitely you can go to the, uh, curling.ca, go under championships, find the Continental Cup in London, and then follow the website at that point. Cool. Um, we had a question come in and I think, again, this is kind of, as things get cold, this is kind of a common question now. And it came in from Bob. Is there anything I can do to get more heat to my second floor? It always seems much colder than the first floor. Well, it, that's a it's a difficult question to answer on the radio um, without actually seeing the house. So, you know, I, I don't I don't know if I don't know what the state of the ductwork in. I don't know if the ductwork needs to be cleaned. Maybe the registers aren't open properly. Maybe there's something downstairs. Um, which is not allowing the heat to get up there properly. It's it's hard to it's hard to say. So, really, we need to go out and have a look at it in order to determine what's going on. Now, he can probably try running his fan all the time. That may or may not help. Yeah, right. Yep. But he, that's something he could try to see if there's improvement. Do not start closing registers and things like that. Uh, that's not a solution. Um, we had that at a friend of ours where their kid's bedroom was on the top floor and beside it was an empty bedroom and they closed the registers in that bedroom. That bedroom got so cold that the coldness was transferring through the wall and in the kid's room, it was like having um, three outside walls. Yeah, so it even got worse. And it got worse in that room. And so, you know, the solution was heat that bedroom and then you only have two outside walls. It's the same thing people sometimes will turn the heat off in their basement uh, but they don't understand is that's helping keeping your floors warm. Um, you know, the house is designed to heat the entire house. So, you know, you should, you shouldn't, the house is efficient. So you shouldn't, you shouldn't close registers and, and make cold rooms because you're just allowing more cold, more cold into the house. You should keep that perimeter always warm and keep that basement warm. That way, that, that way the house is going to heat the way it was designed to heat properly. So 
So I hope that helps, Bob. We may have to come out and take a look at that. And now I'm going to do a shameless plug. I never do these, but you know, I got to do it. We had a goal. We had two goals this year for Facebook. One was to get to 500 people who like us. And? And the other was to get 22 reviews of people who've done, we've done work for that have reviewed our work. So we're at 462 people. So we'd like to get to 500 and we're at five likes or sorry, five reviews. We'd like to get to 22. So if there's anybody out there we've done work for, please go to the Roy Inch Facebook and fill in a review or like us uh, and try to hit, let us help us hit those two targets before the end of the year. Right. Um, end of the shameless plug, Steve. We're going to go right to the phone and we have Jerry on the line. Go ahead, Jerry. Yeah, Peter. Hi. Good. How are you? Very good. Hey, I got an April Air 700. Yeah. my furnace. Okay. And it, it, it was, I was changing the filter and, and it fell, fell off and it hit the floor and uh, I, I put it back together, but there's something uh, screwed up inside. Okay, so it's leaking water out now, or? Oh, no, I, it, like it just won't, it'll, like the fan hits and everything. Okay. So I it's... was just wondering if you guys uh, know anything about them. Could, could I bring it in and, and uh, maybe we could order a part or something or Yep, if you bring that in, we can take a look at it. It it sounds like either, you know, the plastic has cracked or the fan blade might have got bent. Yeah, and that motor it 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 doesn't seem to want to stay square in it. Right. For some reason. Yep. So you can we can try if you bring it in, we can try that first. We may have to have it mounted on the ductwork to really see how it all works. But we can try it for sure at the counter first, um, and then if that if we can't determine it from there, we may have to come out to the the home and look at it. Okay. But uh, for sure, now we're not open today, but we're open Monday, Friday, eight to five. And um, what I mean, the the counter isn't open today. We're still open for service calls, but mm-hmm. but so for sure, come on, uh, bring that in, and we can have somebody take a look at it. Probably Nathan or myself, Peter or Nathan, would be the two gentlemen when you come in to take a look at that. Okay, when, when's, uh, when's uh, Peter going to be in? Um, well, it varies every day. Uh, <laughs> that's the great uh, question, Jerry, when question. Peter's going to be in the office. That's is, the... is he going to be there um, <laughs> Monday at, at around noon? Oh, that's lunchtime for Peter. He won't ever be <laughs> well, there. Well, <laughs> 1 o'clock? Uh, I will be back on Monday probably after 2. So I'm gone usually from uh, about 11.30 to yeah, 2. four-hour lunches. <laughs> and, yeah. Long lunches. Well, why not? Hey, you're yeah. the boss. You can do what you want. Yeah, yeah, he is the boss, Jerry. I'd have to keep reminding myself that sometimes <laughs> as I sit across from him. Yep. Okay, well, I'll, I'll bring it in, and, and uh, we'll see what we can do. Okay. Thanks, Thanks for calling, Jerry. Jerry. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. <laughs> it's not lunch, a two-hour lunch, but I can't say on this radio station of why I won't be there at noon. So, um, Yeah, that's too bad that he dropped that. It's really something that you got to be careful with when you're 
Yeah, especially that, especially those motorized, um, that, that style of humidifier has its own motor and fan system on it to help push air through it to evaporate the water. So, yeah, they're a little bit more delicate. So we got a call in from Dan. I don't know if this is uh, the godfather or not, but it said, so if I have my tune-up on my furnace last year and it's running fine, do I have to have one done this year if I change the filter? And I got an email during the break here, and I'll just read part of it. Um, message. It says, uh, during routine maintenance at blank address, Heat exchanger was located a crack on the top right rivet showing the customer with the inspection camera. So routine maintenance caught that their heat exchanger was cracked and leaking CO into their home. Well, that's, I was going to answer that question simply by, you know, so, you know, I drove my car all all good last year and it, it ran really well. And, you know, I, I changed the oil as I was supposed to last year, but this year, because it ran so well last year, I'm going to consider not doing anything with the oil and just continue to drive it because it was working really well. Does that make sense? No. Then why would you do it to your furnace? So, you know, it's a it's an ongoing maintenance thing. It needs to be looked at every year by a professional because they can see things. Uh, they hopefully they Hopefully they catch things before they become a real problem, before on the coldest day in the winter you don't have a failure on a, on a, on a simple little part that the technician would have caught. It's just... Just have them come and do routine maintenance. You would never not change the oil in your car, so why would you do it to your furnace? Now, people say maintenance and tune-up. What's the difference? uh, There is no difference. Right. A tune-up is the same thing as a maintenance. We use it. We use both. I mean, maintenance is in our industry, and we use tune-up sometimes so that consumers understand you're like you're getting a tune-up on your car or you're getting your lawnmower tuned up or but it's a, it is the same thing um, now. Because I thought you were just throwing a trick question at me there for a second. <laughs> seeing how good you were. <laughs> the uh, but uh, uh, the uh, our plus maintenance plan gets that maintenance done for less money than our what we call tune up plan. So uh, you can get a tune up for like one hundred and thirty nine dollars, but if you have a plus plan, you get it for one hundred nineteen. Right. So there's savings there if you're a member of the Roy Inch plan. Right. So it's something that definitely, you know, we want to make sure to get out there. You need to book those. Um, we're, we're booked out about a week for maintenance. So it's not something that if you're thinking of getting done on a certain day, you're going to be off from uh, work. You know, maybe you take a long lunch and you can get a maintenance done at home. You know, give us a call and we can get that booked in. You haven't changed from coming from Paraguay. You're still paying attention to your phone, watching your phone. I am multitasking. I'm answering your questions as well as answering questions from people that are texting me and dropping information to me. Well, we're going to, we had three songs left. The last post, which was Dan's, is going to play at the end of the show. The Sounds of Silence is not playing from The Office, and I Will Remember You is not playing from Barb and Lauren. Where's, so, where's Steve's song? He didn't send it in. Oh. The carrier pigeon didn't get it to us. So uh, check us out on RoyInch.com for our, under our specials for our coupons. Uh, when we're not on the radio, you can reach us by calling in in London and St. Thomas at 519-681-2450 or in Sarnia at 519-786-2373 or always at 1-866-EXPERTS or online at RoyInch.com.
You can listen to a podcast of this show at RoyInch.com by hitting the Inch by Inch button on the homepage. As we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard, by the inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week.